This week on Inside Motorsport, we look back at all the action from the Ipswich 300. I hope you'll stay with us. James Courtney won both races on Saturday and Sunday at the Ipswich 300. It was his first week of a V8 supercar weekend. I had a chance to speak to him following his Sunday race. Um, I thought I'd start figuring that maybe Queensland's getting up there with Macau as favourite racetrack. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like I said yesterday, it's, um, it's probably as close to a street circuit as what you get for a permanent circuit. Probably uh, for all the wrong reasons that it's uh, bumpy and uh, deteriorating, which, um, which street circuits do. So, um, you, know, it, you know, our car's always been good on those sorts of circuits. Um, so, uh, you know, I've done plenty of laps around here and, and um, you know, in front of the home crowd. My, my uh, wife and little girl were here today, which is different. My little man was here yesterday, so got a win for each of them, which is, uh, which is good. I was listening to an interview I did with you in 1999. I think you were just back in between karting seasons back then. Yeah, yeah, 99. Just would have started Formula Ford the next year. Yeah. And you were talking about your experience of racing karts all around the world, and, and uh, we now speak to you 12 years later, <laughs> 10, 11, 12 years later. Hopefully a little more mature. Yeah, well, I think people have debates about that, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't escape you yesterday. I said I drive a mature race, which is... Uh, you know, it's a big thing for someone of uh, his stature to, to say that. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a good feeling when uh, you're getting recognition for uh, all your hard work. I guess where I was going with the question is, when we talk about you 12 years ago, racing carts moving to Formula Ford, um, how is your racing career developed compared to where you think you were back then? Can you remember what you wanted to do back then? Yeah, you change when you, when you're, um, as you mature. Um, you know, I was one track, Formula One back then. Um, I got, you know, within a shot, I could have had a race seat. I would have had to sell my soul. Um, I would have only been racing my teammate. And, um, you know, I'm not interested in racing around and coming, you know, maybe in the top ten. It's, um, for me, it's only about winning. So we, you know, made a decision at that point to, um, you know, to pack the Formula One dream in and, um, and look what else it was about. And I think with the way Formula One was going at the time with, uh, you know, all the rich kids rolling in with all the cash, it, uh, I think it destroyed Formula One and, and um, it's only now maybe starting to recover. Um, but it made all the feeder categories a lot stronger, all the touring car categories, all the guys that, you know, had really good talent but not the, you know, the budgets. They had to go somewhere and, and um, I think it made the rest of the racing around the world a lot stronger. So it's, uh, it's probably worked out for the better. I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't go back and do it now. Um, it doesn't interest me one bit. Um, you know, I think this is a lot more, a lot more fun. The racing is a lot better. The atmosphere at the at the races, you know, the interaction with the fans that we have, it's a much better ma- value for money sport. And um, you know, we have a lot bigger following here um, with you know percentage of, of uh, people in Australia to, that watch V8 supercars. That uh, I think Formula One and worldwide, I think it's uh, it's definitely a lot better championship. And uh, yeah, wouldn't change anything. Where you see where you are now in this team, is this the uh, most productive environment you've had in racing? Um, look, it's, um, I've had a relationship with Adrian for uh, Burgess for a long, long time, since maybe 2000. So, um, you know, we've known each other a long time, uh, worked together for many years and also kept you know, a good relationship when I was away. And uh, he was doing uh, Formula One and then we managed to get back together. I got in the job here at DJR. And, um, you know, if, like I said, perfect relationship. I didn't, there's no learning. He knows exactly what I want. I know what he wants. He knows 
how to get the most out of me, which is uh, which is the biggest biggest thing. Um, he knows how to how to handle me and steer me in the right direction. So um, you know, I think that's a big part. And also, Scotty, my engineer, is um, you know we're getting on unbelievably well. He also can understand what I'm looking for in the car really quickly, so we're able to um, develop the car really quickly over a weekend and find the sweet spot. So. Um, you know, I think that's uh, that's probably the biggest part, and yeah, it would be the most comfortable in a racing environment that I've been in a long time. Well, we wish you all the best for Winton. Cheers, thank you. Steve Owen has won the Fujitsu Series round. He now leads the championship, but still does not have backing to continue on throughout the rest of the championship season. But he was happy just to pick up another round win. Oh, in the uh, overall scheme of things, it's coming along well, yeah. But uh, this weekend, we certainly didn't have a car pace that we um, that we enjoyed at Adelaide, and obviously had a bit more competition from from the local boys. So it was um, it was really probably in the end a good result to make something out of what was a pretty tough weekend. One of the scariest moments in a long time in motorsport was when a Mini Cooper S driven by Kane Migro ended up in the crowd on Saturday. We had a chance to speak to Kane about the incident. John Bannon from Auto Action and myself had a chance to speak to Kane on Sunday morning. I feel good today. Um, just got a bit of whiplash, a bit of bruising. The main, my main worry is for everyone else. It's glad to hear that everyone's okay. Um, do you remember much of the accident? Yeah, definitely. I remember all of it. Um, it was just, just a scary roller coaster ride. Um, everything went black, but I was aware of the, of the situation. I didn't realise where I was until I actually got out the car and walked away and looked back at the car, and then I just went in total shock. But I think I was I was seeing stars when I when I got out got out of the car, and everything was a bit a bit blurry. But after that, yeah, I think yeah, just shock. Do you, do you remember how it all started off? Was there at all? Um, it's a racing incident. Uh, I came to looking into it. Um, just unfortunate accident. And um, when you when you got out of the, the car, did you, go off, you went off to hospital and, and everything, and you, they said you were fine. And, yeah, yeah, I was totally fine, yeah. Just whiplash and bruising, that was all. On the racetrack, it was Warren Luff, who was doing double duty on the weekend, who took out the mini-challenge. Championship. Yeah, I think it was a uh, very action-packed weekend for sometimes all the wrong reasons. But look, it was a, a great opportunity for me to get back behind the wheel of a car and uh, to obviously to come away with a round win is... Uh, is a great result, um, thanks to Andy McRae and his team of guys. It was all very much a last-minute thing, but uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed myself. And you're driving diametrically opposed cars throughout the weekend, of course. You jumped into the V8s for the endurance practice on Friday, and then in the middies for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, it's the the difference between the two is uh, is quite substantial. Braking distance, power, everything. But um, yeah, look, it was it was a bit of fun to have a skid in the V8 on Friday. But uh, I, I love my time in the mini. Like I did the Townsville race last year with Grant Daniel and got a bit of a taste for it and uh, always said I'd like to come back and be able to do a full round and uh, this as I said came about very much last minute but yeah I've had a great time. Now are you happy with the way everything's progressing for the Enduros? Yeah look obviously the team's having a, a, a fantastic year, James won yesterday, Stephen had a great uh, great result also, um, the boys have uh, qualified both in the 10 again, uh, we actually got three cars in the 10 with Jonathan Webb so it's his first time in the 10. Look, things are really, really going well for the team. Things are looking strong. The cars are good. The cars are quick. And all the boys are driving well. So I'm really excited coming Juros. Well, we wish you all the best and congratulations once again for this weekend. Thanks very much.
in Formula Ford action. It was Nick Foster who took out his first ever round win in the National Series. Cheers. Um, well, yeah, it is. I mean, we had a tough weekend, tough, not a tough weekend, tough day yesterday. And, um, you know, we pressed on from there today and, and you know, it's come out, come out well. For yourself this season, how have you found yourself settling in to uh, the uh, race pace and settling into Sonic again? Yeah, well, um, it's pretty easy to settle into the race pace when you got Sonic, but um, <laughs> but uh, you know it's been good. Um, racing up the fronts, up the fronts, good, and just trying to keep your nose clean and pick up championship points. Really, how are you looking at this season progressing from here? Um, not really sure how what we're going to do after after this season. You know, try and pick up a big backer and uh, maybe do some stuff in DVS, but um, yeah, not sure just yet. Nick, what's been your background into uh, getting to the national championship? Um, you know, I've been doing go-karts for a long time and uh, so finally picked up into Formal Ford and uh, the Steel Line Miguel has just been going to treat this, this weekend. How much harder is it to find the sponsorship to be able to get to the front of the pack? Um, you know, it's it's much, much harder than it, it is in anything else because it's not that big national national backing everywhere, but um, Steel Line have got on board and um, ITW Buildex and you know they're helping us along the way which is good. Obviously you need to build those partnerships now to, so you can get to the development series at least next year and try to get some more sponsors on board. Yeah exactly that's that's just what we're trying to do you know Roundwind helps Roundwind helps everything so yeah it's been good. Well congratulations a great run today and we wish you all the best for the rest of the season. Thanks very much. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.